This is Proverbs 2. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk, whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words, who has left the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads down to death and her paths to the spirits of the dead. None who go to her return or attain the paths of life. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep, in the, keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. Um, so I want to ask us, first of all today, um, what wise advice uh, did your parents give you? Um, I, I, just if you, if you want to um, tell us maybe a proverb or some piece of wise advice that you remember your parents gave you or, or, or your grandparents or who would like to share, unmute yourself and just share. Okay, Lorna. Oops. Okay, Lorna, you can speak now. Um, always apologise when you've been wrong on something. Right, very good advice. Anything else? Uh, it goes to the gallows, my friend. Again? Don't care goes to the gallows. Don't care goes to the gallows. Wow. wow. <laughs> Strong one. Anything else? Uh, never, never go to bed on an argument. Very good. I think you'll read that in the scripture as well. Yeah. <laughs> this is not really a proverb, but my dad told me on my wedding day, Keep her short, short boy. A woman can do a lot with a little bit of money. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> dear, dear. Um, okay. There's another one. Um, never trust your wife with a haircut. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> if at first you oh, don't look, succeed. Look at Pete. That's fantastic. Well, Pete White there. Beautiful. Look well, at mine, everybody. I did mine myself. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dilla? Uh, has anyone else got a, a wise saying? If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Right. Very good. Um, one piece of advice that I remember quite clearly my dad uh, teaching me was uh, measure seven times before you cut once. <laughs> my dad's always keen on woodwork and uh, I, I, you know, when I managed to get my hands on his tools, uh, I... Um, Last year. Uh, last year <laughs> i uh remember that measure seven times before you cut once but i still go wrong uh i i will cut something and think oh no i've done it wrong and then you can't put it back together again can you um quite a lot of wisdom is in some old songs and i was thinking of a few of these i, I didn't have uh get around to putting them on um on on the actual proper performers but you might rem remember this one um from uh, from Cliff Richard, so, son, you'll be a bachelor boy until the day you die. Okay, um, how about this one? Val Dunican, walk tall, walk straight, and pull look the world right in the eye. That's what my mama told me when I was about knee high. Um, he said, son, you'll be a proud man and hold your head up high. Walk tall, walk straight, and look the world right in the eye. There we go. There's a bit of uh, Val Dunican. Um, some of you uh, may not have heard of a guy called Jez Lowe. He's a fabulous folk uh, musician from, from County Durham. And he's got a song uh, called Old Bones. And, it, and the chorus goes, um, you'll never make old bones. His dad said, never take advice when it comes for free. So have a think about all of those bits of advice and, and maybe how, how they have... Um, affected you as you as you've grown up um i, I will actually say that that my, my dad bless him still gives me advice now um especially when i drive his car um like which gear i should be in to go around the bend and i do actually point out dad i have been driving for over 40 years but thanks for the advice um so this passage uh in proverbs 2 that paul read to us is um is, is about advice from uh from from one of the sources of advice is from our parents and from elders who've passed that advice on to us which we're grateful the other theme of this passage is about paths and um there are two kinds of paths uh, listed in this passage uh the first kind are are called are good paths or straight paths um and these paths lead to life uh, Jesus uh, talked about this when he came he said there are two paths there's the narrow path that leads to life but then there is the broad path that leads to destruction and so again in this passage there are the good paths but there's also the dark paths the crooked paths the foolish paths uh, and the ways that lead to death and as our, our friend with the green face uh, just a few moments ago, not Adrian, the, the puppet in the, in the picture, uh, said, um, you, you know, you've got to make a choice which of those paths you have. However much knowledge you've got, we still have to choose the right paths. And as I was thinking about that, uh, I was thinking about the prodigal son, the story that Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 15, 
uh, and you know the, the the two sons and i'm sure they were both brought up well by their father but the younger son uh decided that what his father had planned for him he didn't really want uh and so he chose a foolish path he wanted all the money he 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 went off and he spent the money on um high living and uh prostitutes and parties and gambling and and all those kind of things and got himself into a complete mess now i'm sure his father had taught him between a good path and a bad but he still went off that way but of course the story is about the son when he realized he'd made a mistake he came back he returned and his father was waiting he forgave him and restored him um, now of course we don't hear much about what happens after that story but i'm sure that that son had learnt his lesson he must have learnt some kind of wisdom out of that experience um, when we take the wrong path very often we can return um, sometimes we can't but usually we can return and make a better mistake a better mistake did you hear that <laughs> slip a better mistake um, I'm thinking about paths that we used to tread when our girls were quite small and um, we used to like go walking in different places when we we're on holiday and but my, my girls will still laugh and joke about dad's scenic routes so we would uh, we would oh Adrian's done those as well yeah uh, we would go up uh, a mountain and we'd be I remember going up a mountain called Le Mole which was uh, near uh, it's in the Alps near Chamonix and it was 6,000 feet high, this mountain, and our girls were quite small. And we trekked up, and they both had their little red rucksacks on. We trekked up this path, and then I said, oh, I think it goes this way. So we went off to the path to the left, and we soon found ourselves scrambling across very rough ground, and soon we were climbing up rocky cliffs. Um, and eventually, we did get to the top of Le Mole, but it, when I think about it, it was a bit dangerous. And then when we started to come down, we realized that I'd gone completely the wrong path. There was a nice, broad, easy path all the way down. Um, but it, it goes down in the, in the family albums and dad's scenic roots. And um, hopefully uh, we learn from those. Um, thankfully, I've now got uh, uh, maps, um, OS maps on, on my phone. So actually you can find out where you are and make better decisions but i'm just thinking about the kind of advice that your parents gave you when you were young in this story uh, the father gives advice to his son about avoiding the adulteress well i really can't remember my father giving me that advice um, you know in those days you know we didn't talk about those kind of things very comfortably uh, and, and so um, i don't think he ever specifically told me that but then I think about the example that my parents gave and my parents last year celebrated their 65th wedding anniversary. So uh, it's a pretty good sign of, of faithfulness, isn't it? Um, they didn't necessarily tell me, but they demonstrated uh, a good way. Um, now, um, if, uh, if I'm going to um, be given some uh, advice to you and to my children, this is mine. Uh, the person who made no mistakes made nothing. 
and I remember one of our children when she was at school she had a head teacher uh, who was very very strict and if they made a mistake in their writing they had to do it all again or if they did a picture and it wasn't quite right they had to do it again and um, it kind of rather cramped her style but when she went to secondary school uh, she was encouraged to experiment and especially in her art and her writing went from being tiny to being much larger and she uh, we got in her school report um, Kate expresses herself clearly you see if you are brought up that that you must never make a mistake you actually are in danger of actually never learning anything um, and the second thing I would say is that the person who doesn't learn from their mistakes is a fool. So if you make a mistake, and then you keep doing the same mistake over and over again, you're not learning anything. Uh, that is not a path to wisdom. That is a path to folly. So the question is here, where does wisdom come from? Uh, does it come as a gift or do we have to search for it? And I think you find if you've got Proverbs 2 open, then both of these things are true. Listen, it says, uh, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, this is verse 3, if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Okay, so it's about seeking and searching and looking for it. But it then goes on to say, verse 6, For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And so, as our green friend earlier said, you know, you can read your Bible as much as you like and get the understanding, get the, get the knowledge. But unless you uh, seek God and seek his wisdom, you won't actually gain wisdom. You see, um, we get wisdom in this passage um, from our parents and our elders as we, uh, as we grow up. And in verse 1, it says about storing up that wisdom. And I'm sure if everyone had a chance to speak, you could all remember things that your parents have taught you. Uh, their little gems of wisdom that you've taken with you into your life and weighed up, hopefully put into practice. But in, also in this passage, it says here, wisdom calls aloud in the street. Um, in fact, wisdom in this passage is first a parent and now a woman personified. So wisdom becomes a person. Uh, and for those of you who think that the Bible is uh, all a bit um, misogynistic and, and about men focused, um, actually, wisdom is a woman. And this woman is part of God's agent in creation, uh, this female voice of wisdom, which rings out through the ages. And so the advice to become wise is not to bury your head in an encyclopedia, uh, not just to read your Bible or try to do good things, but actually to seek God. Uh, seeking wisdom is one thing. Are we seeking God just because we want to be wise? No, actually, to seek God for himself, to know him, to fear him, that is actually the source of wisdom. Um, now, are we wise? Am I wise? Well, I think someone who goes around telling everyone that they're wise is probably not very wise. 
all I would say is I'm probably a little wiser than I was when I was 20. <laughs> but I've still got an awful long way to go. Things that I did when I was young, and I now look back and think how foolish they were. Hopefully, I've learned from those, but I'm still needing to seek God to get the wisdom. Now, this week uh, is a special weekend, um, VE Day in Europe, and I, I guess many of you were celebrating it in, uh, in various different ways. <clears throat> um, but there's a little bit about that in this passage. <clears throat> In verse 7, I notice there's two different translations of this book, of this one. Uh, in the book, uh, the Proverbs book, which, uh, which many of you have, uh, it says he holds success in store for the upright. In my version of the scripture, it says he holds victory in store for the upright. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, I wasn't around uh, in, in, the, in the Second World War. I was born 10 years after it ended. But from what I see, there was a clear evil in the world. And many countries uh, got together to oppose that evil. And it was a very dangerous and painful and um, a lot of suffering in, in that period. But at the end of the day... Uh, righteousness won, and there was a victory for the people and so, uh, uh, who were seeking freedom and uh, justice and 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 righteousness. So there is victory in so, in sight for those who who are the upright, the people who seek wisdom. But you know, the Book of Proverbs looks forward as well, and it looks forward to the kind of wisdom which none of us have ever attained and uh, let me just finish by by reading to you a short passage from isaiah chapter 11 and we often we we often um uh, read this at christmas or, or in our advent services but um isaiah chapter 11 uh, don't forget isaiah uh, most of isaiah is written warning the people about foolishness and telling them that if you carry on on this foolish path, you will meet destruction. Your country will be overrun, and which, of course, is exactly what happened when Israel was taken into exile. But there's also hope for the future. Um, and here in chapter 11, it says, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. Now, Jesse was the father of King David, who was the father of King Solomon. And uh, King David, as you know, was a wise king, but he, he, he didn't follow the vice in Proverbs. He did go down the route, well, not with an adulteress, but he committed adultery, didn't he, with Bathsheba. Uh, his son Solomon uh, was given the gift of wisdom, but later on he married many, many foreign wives, which he was told not to do. And uh, he, he built up his own palace and he built up his wealth. And not everything that Solomon did was wise. But it says in the future, a stump will come from the stump, uh, a shoot will come from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of power. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. 
and this is what he will do. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. And of course we know that that shoot from the stump of Jesse is indeed the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, God himself. And if you want to know wisdom, then you should always ask the question that people used to have on their wristbands, didn't they? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do here? And uh, if you always ask that question and seek him, then you will become wise.